All right, it's another Saturday and we're live. Great. Uh, I'm your host, Quentin, and I'm your co host, Neha. And today's show topic is haters. Oh, no. We really hate haters, don't we? (laughs) That's bougie. Uh, I hope our audience doesn't hate us. (laughs) Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, But first off, before I get carried away, I just want to say that we have... We have two special DJs with us today who are playing for us. We have a DJ Sadie Woods and Woo! Madrid. Woo! So uh, we'll give you their information later on in the show. But they're the, playing it live yeah, right now. Literally in front of us playing it like three inches away from me. Yeah. Scratch it. <laughs> All right. So uh, while we're on the topic of music, let's uh, go ahead and talk about the obvious thing: the VMAs. Last Let's week. do it. Yeah. Uh, so Kanye West. What? What is wrong with him? I don't him? know. I do not know. So for those of you who uh, don't pay attention to stuff, Kanye West jumped on the stage in the middle of, of uh, Taylor Swift's acceptance speech <laughs> and booed her off, pretty much. Not really. Well, Took the mic and just let everybody know that although Taylor won the award, Beyonce had a better video. Yeah, that is pretty much booing her off and saying, "I don't care that you won. I still like Beyonce more." Right. But what's funny is that he was like, hey, hey, I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) But Beyonce had a better song. I'm like, what? I am sorry, but that was unacceptable. Taylor was was like standing there like, well, am I going to be able to finish? Like, he said I could finish. And they're like, no, no, get out of here. Yeah. But I still think what Beyonce did was very mature. I I really respect her for that. She let when she won the award, she. held the mic up and said you know what i'm gonna let taylor have a moment because i've done this before and it's nothing i mean well we all know how good she is she's done it before so Uh, she let taylor have a moment even though taylor was really skeptical about it but i think it was smart move i think it was just good publicity for beyonce but i'm tired talking about beyonce lady gaga lady Lady gaga Gaga? did you see her performance i did and what was scary but (laughs) scary in a fun way what was with her costume changes i loved everything everything was couture love it couture everything everything it was insane she uh she (laughs) when okay so my favorite part of the entire night was when she was performing and she's dancing and stuff like that and then everyone's like cheering her on because she's dancing and singing at the same time. And then all of a sudden, this blood comes out of nowhere, and everybody's like, <laughs> "Yeah, uh, uh, oh, oh, what? What just what? happened? Yeah, that was pretty scary. You know what it actually reminded me of? What? Did you ever watch Ozzy perform when he bit off the live bat off his neck? I don't watch such things. Anyway, not that I watched it live, but I did end up watching it when I was a kid. And it, 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 I swear that you the saw first that thing- in India. No, I saw it on TV. Where were you when you saw this, though? You're from India. TV, television. Where was the TV? What kind of a ridiculous question is that? I'm offended. Where? What country was the TV in? That's all I'm asking. I was in India. I watched the video okay. in India. Yes, we watch TV. Yes, we know how to speak I get in that. English, Quentin. But I was just saying that you saw this all the way in India, and you were like, what? I just saw it on TV. Like, that was an unnecessary I, argument. I'm sorry. I don't I don't get where you're going with it. All I'm saying is it reminded me. I'm going to let you me. finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> 
U.S. Is, is Kenyatta, our producer, coming in and helping me out of this moment? No, she is no? looking at documents. Oh, did you Quentin. see? The, did you see Jennifer Lopez's dress? Like I'm not. I'm not listening to you. Okay, then take your headphones <laughs> off. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What did you have to think? All right. What did you think about her dress? Because I know you're gonna have some smart ass comment. Say it. No, I Say don't. It. I just really hated it. It was ugly. Like. Like Kleenex. There, say it. It looked like some three-year-old blew their nose and was like, here, J-Lo. She's like, okay, I'm going to rock this even though I'm 40-something. But she did rock it even though it was hideous. With her booty, I think she can rock anything. No, untrue. I think she can't. She can't rock miniskirts. I disagree. I I don't know. I like her booty. Right. I don't know why I'm discussing booty, but... That's fine. (laughs) Speaking of what I should be, Jay-Z. What about Jay-Z? Did you hear his new album? Yes. And? I illegally obtained it from Kenyatta, who bought it off the iTunes store. And um, what did you have to say about it? I love it. It's you the do? best album of 2009. So far? Best. And out of all his work? Best. Oh my god, you're adamant. Track to track. You're so like, adamant. I will be crossing the street, and then it will go to a Jay-Z track on the iPod shuffle, and I will just, I am not afraid of getting hit by a car. I just start rocking side to side bobbing my head like oh my god this is the truth all right i want to know some music experts comments because yeah i know you're excited but um do our djs did you guys hear his new album all right Wait, so we have to we have to yes we have to activate speak. this microphone because we're gonna have madrid comment on jay-z's album, heard the whole album. yeah hey, heard madrid, the al- that's hey. madrid the dj okay how do you feel i haven't heard the whole album yet you uh, haven't uh, i just Playing a few tracks out. So. Oh, you've been playing it. Yeah, oh, you like it. A few tracks. Yeah, I, I like a few of the tracks. Yeah. All uh, right, only a few though. Yeah, that's. Do you think? <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Um, no, but did you? Do you like it more than his previous work? Or actually, I'm a fan of everything he does. So All right. You know, oh, cool. He's, he's pretty consistent. You know. That's pretty much how I feel. Nice. Yeah, awesome. he is consistent. Yeah. I like his lyrics. That's awesome. So you heard it from Madrid, who is a music expert. Yes, we Jay-Z's heard. album is amazing. So buy it. Buy it. Or Adios. download it. I don't care how you get it. But uh, you know Beyonce doesn't even sing on it, apparently. She doesn't? I well, thought she sung on one track. I'm not sure, but she's but mentioned pretty, a lot, but she doesn't sing on I'm it. I'm pretty sure he did reference her. Did he? Yeah, all the time. I just said that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't See, I don't think this relationship is working out. <laughs> Um, speaking of things that weren't working out, apparently people are still pissed off at Michael Jordan for his acceptance speech. <laughs> he, okay, yeah. we reported this last week, but he got inducted into the uh, like Basketball Hall of Fame. Yes. And he gave a speech in which he was like, for all those people who hated me. And who didn't believe in me. You I'm guys can suck it. So. Well... Everyone's saying that his speech was too full of himself. Like, he was just like, I hate you guys. You didn't believe in me. So, screw you. I still kicked your ass. Right. But the truth of the matter is... He did kick he everyone's ass. He has a ass. whole floor in Nike Town dedicated to himself. Exactly. So, I think he, he can, can be say whatever he wants. People are always trying to be like, hey, he's black. He can't be t- doing that. Yeah. Now. But what I did think funny was... What? He said that... Um, I feel sorry for my kids because they have to live up to a lot. Like, they have a lot of expectations. And I swear that... Oh, I my God. My dad said that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, sit down. 
Well, they do have a lot. Think about it. Like, your dad's Michael Jordan. You have to be somebody big. You have to do something huge. If you go into basketball, yes. But if you become, well, like, an accountant, no. Nobody's going to be like, oh, I don't trust you in your calculator. You're Michael Jordan's son. <laughs> True. But I don't see his son going into accounting or his daughter going into accounting. So, never mind. All right. So... Kenyatta, should I read this Craigslist ad? Okay, I'm going to read this Craigslist ad. It is hilarious. So, okay. What is the ad? All right, hold on. So, my aunt emailed this to me, and uh, <laughs> it was a posting, uh, I guess, in like the misconnection section or something like that. So, I'm going to go ahead and read it. All right. To the guy who tried to mug me in downtown Savannah night before last. I was the guy wearing the black Burberry jacket that you demanded that I hand over shortly after you pulled the knife on my girlfriend, threatening <laughs> our lives and me. You also asked for my girlfriend's purse and earrings. I can only hope that you somehow came across this rather important message. First, I'd like to apologize for your embarrassment when I drew my pistol after you took my jacket. <laughs> the evening was not that cold and I was wearing that jacket for a reason. My girlfriend had just bought me that Kimber model 1911 45 ACP pistol for my birthday. So you can tell I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> <laughs> and we had picked we up a shoulder holster for it that very evening. Obviously, you agree that it is a very intimidating weapon when pointed at your face, isn't it? <laughs> I know it probably wasn't fun walking back to wherever you'd come from barefooted since I made you leave your shoes, cell phone, and wallet with me. That prevented you from calling or running to your buddies to come help mug us again. After I called your mother, or mama, as you had her listed in your cell, I explained the entire episode of what you did. <laughs> then I went and filled up my gas tank as well as four other people's in the gas station on your credit card. The guy with the big motor home took 150 <laughs> gallons and was extremely grateful. I gave your shoes to a homeless guy outside Vinnie Van Gogh's, along with all the cash in your wallet. That made his day. I then drew your, I then threw your wallet into the big pimp mobile that was parked at the curb. After I broke the windshield and side window and keyed the entire driver's side of the car. Whoa! Later, I called a bunch of phone sex numbers from your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> My bell just shut down the line. Although I only used the phone for a little over a day now. So what's going on with that? Earlier, I managed to get in two threatening phone calls to the DA's office and one to the FBI <laughs> while mentioning President Obama as my possible target. The FBI guy seemed really intense and we had a nice long chat. I guess while he traced your number, etc. In a way, perhaps I should apologize for not killing you, but I feel this type of retribution is a far more appropriate punishment for your threatening crime. I wish you well as you try to sort through some of, the, <laughs> some of these rather immediate pressing issues, and you can only hope that you have the opportunity to reflect upon and perhaps reconsider the career path you have chosen to pursue in life. Remember, the next time you might not be so lucky. Have a good day. Thoughtfully yours, Alex. Whoa. Man, that is one way to that, get rid of a hater. That was amazing. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I mean, who would have thought about it? Like... Making he, those phone calls? Dude got mugged and was like, hey. He's like, I got a gun. This shit. I'm I got a gun. <laughs> and he did everything possible. Well, I respect that guy. You guys, too. listeners, take a break. Uh, we do have two special guests coming to talk about hateration and doing great things with your life. Carly Butler. Woo! 
I hate cheering for myself. I and Ashley Winston. I'm not gonna That's much better, audience. Uh, and we're gonna let you guys listen to Sadie Woods and Madrid. Madrid. Nobody Dances Here, the radio show based on the blog at www.nobodydanceshere.com. And right behind me, we have Sadie Woods on the ones and twos. Is that what they're called? Yeah, okay. Ones and twos. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm not going to front. Stop hating on me. Stop hating on me. Today's show topic is haters. All right. All right. So, on the dance floor, we're talking about news of Chicago, art related stuff, and some entertainment stuff. September 9th, the Chicago City Council unanimously approved the host city contract for the 2016 Olympic Games 49-0. I'm sorry, I know your heart's broken. I don't really care. I won't be here in 2016. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't. Um, I I won't. Let's hope. I won't. All right, you're adamant about it, then, well, good for you. I don't know. Well, I... You've been hating on it for a really long time. I have been hating on it, but and I did all this research about hateration, and I decided not to hate on the Chicago Olympics, you know? All right, so then let's let's completely not boo them and be supporting them. Right. Okay. So we support the Chicago Olympic bid. Yes, May we do. Pass. May Chicago hold the power or whatever it's the, called. Or, the torch. The torch, yes. The torch. That's going to be funny, watching somebody run with a torch on Michigan Avenue. I know. It would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know where I am, but I... It's probably going to be Oprah. (laughs) She's probably going to lose, like, 103 pounds just to do it. She should. And they're probably going to shut down Michigan Avenue again. You know what? We'll still be watching it, so let's not go back into the hating mode. All right. I don't hate you, Oprah. I just don't understand you sometimes. 
Christopher Kelly, an important figure in the former government... I read that wrong. Christopher Kelly, an, an important figure in the governor Rod Blagojevich corruption case, is dead. He died, y'all. He's dead. He was found dead in the vehicle off. Complete it for me. What? He was he was found dead in his vehicle by his girlfriend. Right. I was letting you complete it, but never mind. And um, the girlfriend's being... What do you need me to complete your sentences for? We're not in love. You No, you looked at me in a strange <laughs> way. So I was like, all right, let him do the talking then. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, You just looked up and I was like, They don't know. Okay, okay I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. No, you won't. That's what you do. That's why I let you do it that time. Uh, anyway, um, it's either an overdose or a see? suicide. See, you didn't let me finish. So go on now. I just finished. <laughs> so you can talk now if you want to. Thank you. I respect that. All right. Finally. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, his girlfriend, was scheduled to report for incarceration by September 18th, but they don't know where she is. Um, I think, um, well, I don't think if she was involved, I don't know what's going on with that, but um, they feel that he was completely under pressure. What? I don't think we're that type of show that should be reporting news, so we should probably move on. Uh, yeah, well, I was like, all right, I feel like a news reporter. Maybe his girlfriend did it. Yeah, oh. dude is killed. Rod Blagojevich is killing people. You heard yes. it here first. All right, on a more interesting note, Serena Williams is fine, and more punishment is out to come. Right, so apparently she, I need to stop saying apparently, but she yelled back at a referee on the tennis court and they were like no you need you leave that at home yeah you don't that was a crazy outburst like so she has to pay like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and uh wait that's no how much she, money she ten thousand and, and she's then, gonna pay ten thousand but they yeah, want to take that money away from her the three fifty thousand was the prize money that she's banned from right but they want to take that away yes. and they want to ban her from the <laughs> from the australian 2010 australian open yeah i i, I think thought she that was golf it. what the australian open anyone um, clearly you don't know about sports, and I thought I was a bad one. No. I go to an art school for a reason. <laughs> it's silent. I go to an art school too, but somehow oh. I know what's going on. Th it's fine, you know? We're not whispering, we're just... Kenyatta, don't Ke talk to us while we're on air. <laughs> <laughs> she, I was like, you need to do this! Like, okay, I yeah, can't talk to you. You're too loud, you're too soft! You, you need to respect the DJs! We're trying. Alright. <laughs> but, oh! Have you been on the buses lately? Neha, have you been on the buses? I have. What's going on? Um, the I, Olympic ads on the buses. Scary as hell. So you're like on the bus and you're sitting and you're not getting your groove on. Listen to your iPod. And then all of a sudden you hear, Hey, I'm a former Olympic athlete. And I want to tell you about the 2016 Chicago Olympic bid. I support it. You should too. All right, you know or when die. I, when I first heard that, I thought it was the bus driver like just going crazy. And then I heard it and I was like, oh, wait, they're actually promoting it. Yeah, they're like playing it like your door opens to the right at Devon. Hey, like, okay. Yeah. I really? Mayor Daly? Uh, and you know what was I think was even more funny? Because the minute that got over, the bus driver actually suddenly made an announcement saying, all right, Kenyatta, oh, I'm sorry, that's not what the bus driver said, but Kenyatta, you need to stop disturbing us. Kenyatta's harassing us at the studio, so if any of you know like martial arts, we would love to. Yeah, please have sit you her down. We're begging studio. you. It's allowed. But yeah, what the bus driver said was, he said, 
hey y'all if it's anybody's anniversary in the bus you gotta say it you gotta wish it you gotta do something about it get your wife some flowers and don't forget your anniversary which I swear I didn't get it because first I heard the Olympic bid promotion and then the bus driver suddenly said that oh which it threw me off at some weird tangent but there was something weird going on in those CDA buses that day I don't know the CTA is mean <laughs> but um there's another CTA story that I wanted to tell you about. On a more um, non-news non news sort of way and a more art-based news, um, the Gen Art is hosting a 7th annual Fresh Faces in Chicago, or yes. Fresh Faces in Fashion Chicago show, which will be held on, on Saturday, October 24th from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Millennium Park. Yeah, I went to it last year. It was hilariousness. How People was it? in Chicago, it's like... You flip a coin. You either understand fashion or you don't. So the people who worked in the fashion industry, you can point them out. But then there were some other people that were just out of their mind. Just like, oh, we're going to go to the fashion show, y'all. I was there. Where are my apple bottoms? I'm like, really? Yeah, I saw some kids in flip-flops and I didn't get it. I was just like, it's a fashion show. Come on, show some respect. Like, it was just weird. And it's, then, not, it's not an audit meeting, you know? It's, right. <laughs> It's, it's a fashion show. Right. People don't get it, but yeah. whatever. You know, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm not yeah. going to hate on you. I anyway, promise. well, back to the fashion show. They're showcasing some emerging designers for menswear, women's wear, and accessories. And so. they haven't signed the contract yet, but I think SAIC students will be involved in it. Yeah, we might. Yeah, it's not it's not done yet. I, of course, get free tickets to it because I'm VIP. But And I hope you're taking me along. Sure, of course. Right, nice. You better wear <laughs> heels. That's the stipulation. When have you not seen me in heels outside? I'm I'm oh, when I, I'm talking about going outside. Okay. Yes. We're indoors right now. She's got on flip flops. <laughs> but I'm not gonna hate. Nobody's seen. I'm not gonna hate. Uh, Drew Barrymore came to Chicago recently, yes. like a few days ago, to promote her new film Whip It at the AMC River East. She directed the movie. Is it her first debut? Like, is it her debut direction? I no, don't think so. she's it's directed not, right? other things. Which have obviously not been that great. It's Drew Barrymore. I mean, right. what do you expect? I want her but to... But you know what I'm looking forward to is seeing you? Ellen Page. I really like her. Why do you like Ellen Page? In case you don't know wait, who Ellen Page is out there, she's the one from Juno. She is amazing. That actress was so good in Juno, and it was her first movie. I think she totally rocked it. Really? Yeah. I like her in this movie. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but I like her in the ads in the movie because it seems like she's playing a different role. Because I'm used to her playing, like, the grungy kid that doesn't fit in, and she actually looks like, you know, this popular turn But the thing is, really she's not that girl. kind of a girl. So the fact that she does those roles so well and you tend to believe it, I think it's worth... I don't know. I'm looking forward just to see her. Are you looking forward to seeing Michael Jackson in his This Is It movie? No. I'm going to be honest. No. I'm scared no. to watch it. I am. Uh, he was a good artist. He was wonderful. I love his music, but oh, get a, give me a break now. For a know. second, I'm gonna stop you for a second because I thought uh, a Michael Jackson track was about to play, so I got a little <laughs> excited. But I don't think it is. It, it's not. All right. But uh, yeah, they showed a trailer so during the VMAs. It's gonna come out in theaters October 28th, and it's gonna depict his final moments rehearsing for his comeback tour before uh, he was murdered. Yeah. Uh, he was murdered. He was murdered by he himself. Murdered. No. I think his doctor did him in. Oh, please. He had a show coming. It's so evident. He had a show coming. We, we still sound like a news agency right now, but I this is my, my belief. He had a show coming up. He's... 
he's getting old and he was getting old he didn't know what to do he hadn't performed in months and in years and he overdosed himself with pills and with like fucking crazy energy pills that were prescribed by a doctor yeah which he asked for it's not like the doctor said you need this take it or you'll die he was like give me pills or i won't be able to perform or however else he fucking screeches and talks but wait all right wait wait wait, 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 wait. wait. We got some. Madrid has something to say. Madrid has something to say. We want to hear it. Where's the mic? I want to hear it. The mic is on the ground. All right, Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. Apparently, he had a reputation for firing any doctor who wouldn't prescribe what he wanted. Yeah, see, that's true. I mean, you being a doctor, and I guess if you want to curry his favor, you know, you. And who wouldn't want to? I mean, think about it. Like, so, you know, you you break a few rules. All right. And everyone breaks rules, but please. I believe that you take a Hippocratic oath when you become a doctor that says that Whatever, you everyone does people. that. They all do it. Trust uh, me, we all do it in our personal lives. When did lives you take well. your Hippocratic oath? Oh, in terms of whatever. Yeah, like you're living, right. You all break rules, but I think it's him to his own fucking fault and not any doctor. <laughs> so, whatever. That's great. And I'm not looking forward to the movie, so, yeah. So, Neha doesn't like it. That means that everyone in the universe <laughs> shouldn't like it. I don't say I don't like it. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> Did you hear about the police officer that, like, beat some CTA bus driver's ass? Let me tell you what happened. Go ahead. An off-duty police officer was riding his bike, and he got caught off by number 62 bus right by State Monroe, which is really close to the studio. The officer got on the bus and proceeded to attack the bus driver. And the oh. bus driver was taken to the hospital. But... He oh, two other officers. Yeah, two other I'm officers. Waiting for the story. <laughs> two other officers arrested him. Oh, how did? Wait. Oh, they were on the bus, weren't they? They were on the bus. They saw it happen. Eyewitnesses. Oh, what? that's great. <laughs> no, the. Hey, Neha, you can't talk to people unless they have a mic. Oh, they need a mic. We need a. We need you on the mic. Just, Madrid has a lot to say, so we're just gonna keep your mic yeah. on. Just keep it on. Pull up a chair. Let me introduce you to our third co-host of Nobody Else is Here. His name is Madrid. How you doing? Hey, Hey. how's it going? So, you had something to say about this? No, I just said, um, was it the arrested? Was it the officer who beat the The officer who beat the bus driver up got arrested. arrested. Yeah, because he was, I mean, even though he was an officer, he thought, you know, he could do it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he thought he could do it. He just knew he was going to do it because he got cut off. So what? Anybody who gets cut off doesn't beat anybody. Wait, what? No, 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 no. The, the officer was on a bicycle. He was off duty. It was a cop on a bike. Yeah, it was a cop on a bike. In short off shorts. Duty. The cop was wearing short shorts, and I'm the assuming. Bus, yes. <laughs> and and a, the bus got him off, so he got picked off. he was off. probably overweight and struggling on the street, <laughs> and that bus driver didn't have to pick on him because of his weight. I'm just embellishing the truth. Was he eating a donut? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting nasty. Krispy Kreme? Those are good. Ducky Donuts. <laughs> Chicago does not have Krispy Kreme. Speaking of getting nasty, do you think Obama got nasty on Kanye? Wait, hold on. I got a whole lot of haters <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> when is the last time you saw Krispy Kreme in Chicago? You got to say it on the mic. It doesn't count unless you say it on the mic. Natalie, our lovely intern. There is a crazy guy who enjoys staying outside of our building. Oh, we have at seen six them. in the morning to yes. scream Krispy Kreme. But that is not a Krispy Kreme store, and I doubt he has the red flashing light. But he is selling Krispy Kremes. I don't trust his creams. I think there um, <clears throat> something involved in those creams. Man, y'all got heated. I was like, I don't know, Krispy Kreme. Ah, I know you ain't talking about Krispy Kreme. I know you ain't talking about Krispy Kreme. 
All right, all right. Talking about getting crazy. Do you think Obama got crazy on Kanye? Yeah, oh, that was just. Yeah, I, that was so. I needed. agree to that. That was. Kanye Let me explain was, to the people what happened. Obama said that Kanye West was a jackass for the stunt he pulled at the VMAs. All right, th- no, wait. It wasn't just that. What happened was, he, I think he's been cornered. What happened was. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was being interviewed, and they they told him that it was off air, and they cut him off saying, all right, so we're going to take a break now. And they pretended like they were going off air, the cameras shut everything, and they just randomly asked him an off air question saying, oh, so what did you have to think, or what did your kids have to think about the Kanye West? Taylor Swift thing and he said oh he was such a jackass for that and clearly when he's saying that and then he asks he's like wait is this is off air right and those guys are all like yeah yeah uh 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 and he's like no that's supposed to be off air I'm not saying that on live TV and he goes and the guy who's like the cameraman goes oh um yeah and then Obama just had those rolling eyes like what the fuck I, I posted that, that clip on Facebook today. it was funny as hell and I feel bad for him like come on cut the guy some slack I mean it was it was you know it was just you know Kanye when you get the president of the United States saying something like that about you if that doesn't cause you to go and do some self-reflection I mean I don't know what true what do you think would alright I want to ask you just on a random note what do you think would have happened if somebody would have asked Bush what they thought about Kanye and Taylor Swift <laughs> that black man <laughs> you know I would have uh, I would have assumed Bush probably just would have he probably would have said, I don't know who those people are. Yeah, I think it would have been like, yeah, Kanye. I, yeah, he did, yeah, he probably just would have been like, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. if Kanye to- wanted to, you know, interrupt my precious Taylor Swift, I can understand that, but he shouldn't have done that on, on the VMAs. He, he shouldn't have done that on the VMAs. He shouldn't have done it at all. I, I, th- I think Kanye was inspired by Joe Wilson. <laughs> he was inspired by what? <laughs> by Joe Wilson. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. The, excuse me, Obama. I'm going to let you talk, but. Oh, 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 I just got Kanye'd by Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. I am. The Comet. Okay, so Comet and the Roots were in town. Did you go see them or? No, I was working. Oh. All right, where was their performance, by the way? It was, uh, they performed at the Southside Loop called The Shrine. And then apparently, Lisa Bonet of Lisa Bonet (laughs) and her band Elevator Flight were the opening act. Who? Lisa Bonet. It was great though. It really was. I'm oh my God. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What the hell are you? Are you? No, 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 no. Where did Madrid go? Hold on. Where did Madrid go? He was our third co-host. Did you eat him up? You got angry because your accent just came out, Neha. What did you do? Where's Madrid? My accent is always out, people. I don't know why you don't understand it. Okay, we got Ashlyn Winston who had to jump in because she was there. Yes. It was great. I thought she had her own little look going. She killed it. Little Rock. Little Rock. Heavy D came. It was hot. Oh. The concert. Heavy D came out. What's his name? Jeremiah? You got to What? You gotta Birthday sex up. dude? Louder. Yes. And he, he did the. That dude was supposed to be on the show. I'm a star. See the ice? He did all of that. Oh, really? Ooh, look at yeah, you. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, I didn't know I could. I oh, know. I didn't know that you could sing. I can't. You are very talented. <laughs> no. Right. Don't ask no, me to sing. Oh, so, okay, wait a minute. Hey. We have more stuff. The oh. Cook County Board President, Todd Stroger, has a low approval rating. How do you feel about that, Ashley? Ask me something about Common. That's why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic gets turned off because we changed the subject. All right. Uh, according to a poll of 300 registered Cook County voters, including Oprah, she does not like him. 
And Stroger, uh, for those of you who don't know, he's the person that raised the taxes, and he's the reason why a Coke of cherry, uh, excuse me, a can of cherry Coke <laughs> is a dollar in the vending machine. That bad boy used to be 85 cents. Uh, I think it that, is now a dollar. I think that ugly cherry Coke should be $10 so that nobody drinks it. What are you on, Neha? Like, why would you say some hurtful shit like that? Listen, I don't hate on people. I hate you on hate shit. You hate on no. things that Quentin loves. Uh, I hate on things that are ridiculous for you. you. That cherry Coke is horrible. It tastes nasty, and it's bad for your system. So. Anyway, you're Whatever. a hater, and <laughs> I'm not a the hater. show topic is haters, and I just want to play this clip for you guys um, about uh, Cat Williams uh, doing a speech about how he feels about haters. So it's ch- amazing. Check it out. It'll change your life. saying live your motherfucking life you got to get your motherfucking hustle understand niggas is gonna hate you regardless get that out of your head that fantasy world where niggas ain't hating on you you got to be grateful you need haters what the fuck is you complaining about what the fuck do you think a haters job is to fucking hate so let them motherfuckers do their goddamn job what the fuck is you complaining about ladies if you got 14 women hating on you you need to figure out how the fuck to get the 16 before the summer get here If you got 20 haters, you need 40 of them motherfuckers. What is you complaining about? If there's any haters in here right now that don't have nobody to hate on, feel free to hate on me. Sit back there and say my hair ain't luxurious when you know it is, bitch. Isn't it hilarious? That was awesome. Yeah, I didn't expect that clip to end you so haters. soon. But it did, and we're back. This is Nobody Dances here. Give me some love. I got an audience full of haters. Y'all don't love me. Oh, uh, no, we hate you. Y'all don't love me. <coughs> Y'all don't. And Lauren just walked up in here with her beautiful, luxurious brunette hair. Like, I'm too cute to be here. <laughs> Hater. Why are you hating hate on her? I hate you, too. I hate you, too. So today's topic, if you didn't know by my uh, banter, is about haters. And, um... Yeah, we have uh, two special guests with us, Carly Butler. And Ashley Winston. And we're going to do an interview with them. Um, I'm going to give you some information about them before we get started with this party. So Carly Butler, she uh, got her undergraduate degree in communications, and she's pursuing her master's. Rock on. People of color getting their master's. Um, Yeah. Is your mic on? Check it. Check. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, and she's getting that from DePaul. And she is also a Cook County State's Attorney Office Courage Award nominee. Uh, she was in Goddess Magazine. Wow. On I Survived on a and Biographics Channel. I'm rushing through it, Kenyatta. And <laughs> she, uh, she was on the show earlier uh, talking about experiences with, you know, surviving a serious attack. Uh, check out the podcast with carly butler if you want more information on and that just for some personal information she was violently attacked in 2006 I, see i'd already covered that you know what i'm saying you, I'm, I'm giving our listeners some okay. information i'm you done mind? with this you can keep going thank you and um <laughs> today only one of her five attackers is brought to justice so we're gonna listen to her hear her story out and um quentin's miss making nasty faces at me because i'm talking for once oh <laughs> <laughs> what the 
you are such a hater. <laughs> anyway, oh, back. You know I love you. Okay, I'm so, just going with hey, the show hey, topic. Hey, 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 hey
they just hate me. Yeah, but you could also be, you can also become a fan of your haters. For example, Ooh, I know people. Deep, deep, deep I know people deep who dish post pizza. about their haters on Facebook all the time. Why are you spending so much energy and time talking about them? Talk about the things that you are doing. Right. It's so annoying. And when you have nothing to talk about because you're not doing anything with your life, you have to talk about other people. Exactly. Bitches. That's some bitch assness right there. <laughs> bitch assness. Bitch assness. <laughs> bitch assness. So what else? What do you mean what else? We're talking about haters. haters. So how do you how, how do you spot a hater? I don't know. Oh, since okay, when cool. did I get interviewed by people? Oh, you're just trying to. This is not your show. What you think? I what is a cartoon think. of me on that album art? I'm joking, but I don't know. Like how? I just. I mean, how do you know you have haters? They tell you they hate you. They do hateful things, like talk like smack about you behind your back. Yeah, they like try to be your friend one minute just to get the inside information, and this then this is they, true. Right. You know what I always say? You can always recognize a hater when somebody says something to you like. How's that little business of yours, or how's that little relationship you're in, or that little I'm radio gonna, show? I'm gonna, you I'm gonna high five yeah, you right no, now. Yes, I'm gonna high five you right now. It. Give exactly. me some of that. That's very true. I have had so many people come up to me, be like, "Oh, you're in grad school. Like, what are you getting your degree in? Oh, that's what is interesting. That? What that? I always want to know what it is. What, what What is that exactly? Arts education? Right. Consulting? I, I mean, I mean, yeah, they yeah. don't get it. And then they see that you're not poor, and they're like, "Well." I guess that's working out for you. Right. I guess. Working out for me. Can't you tell? No. Carly had the nice Louie. I, I spotted it. <laughs> <laughs> the young Louie. All right. I have a question for you, Carly. Yep. So, clearly, you went through a traumatic past. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, how did you come out of it? What? Did you hate them? Did, are you still hating those people that did that to you? What happened? I want to know if you're over it, if you still hate them, and how you dealt with it. I know there are too many questions, but I'm really curious. It's okay. I'll answer all of them. I'm you totally better. and completely <laughs> over what they did to me. There was a, a period of time where I was really upset. I used to ask why, why, but I mean, the negative energy wasn't doing anything for me. And then me being mad at them wasn't helping me either. So I had to turn that into constructive energy. And I mean, I feel sorry for them more than anything because they did pull the ultimate hitter move, you know? Yeah, that's the ultimate, ultimate right Ultimate, there. ultimate. hurt somebody. But you just move on. So they're suffering more than I am right now. Um, and in terms of like any insecurities that you had because you went through it, you got, you know, it was like a, it's more emotional torture than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how physically tortured you get, it's still your emotional scars that are really hard to deal with. Absolutely. I want to know, I want to know what you did. Like how did you bring that back up? Because right now you're full of life, you're bubbling, you're positive and you know, you don't have like, I would not look at you and go like, oh, you've had such a traumatic past. Because you don't show that. You're just so full of energy. It's amazing. So how do you deal with... Yeah. How do you deal with bringing back your esteem and your insecurities to where you are now? Well, I always remind people, it's not what happens to you. It's how you handle it. So that's going to determine the outcome. And when you focus so much on the negative and uh, pain, that's all that you're going to have on the inside. So... I had to focus on other things and uh, think about how grateful I was to be alive. So honestly, my scars are a blessing because they remind me every day that I'm still here. Because I, I could have easily been dead. You're so. still hot, though. Ooh, thank you. So hot, are you, Quentin. sexy. <laughs> oh, girl, you better put your hand back in your own lap. Quit playing. 
I'm joking. <laughs> I realize I, uh, I seriously forget that this is a radio show. You guys can't see, but we're like three feet apart. Neha's like in between us. There's no touchy touchy, no thrusty thrusty. All right, so man, I just sexually harassed you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help it. But, Ashley, I want to get yes, you can. talking because you are like everything that Jesse Jackson should be, <laughs> you are for me. You better stop. You preach the truth. I want you to start a revolution. I'm working you, on it, love. You, okay, let, I want to <laughs> know when you're in a relationship. Yes, talk. Ooh, relationship. When, you, when you're in a relationship. Yes. And you start to think that your significant other is starting to hate on you. How do you deal with that? Hate on you. Um, I.e. Well, it depends. It's, you have to be honest first, I think, about where you are in that relationship. Do you want to be with that person? If you want to continue the relationship, you're going to have to encourage them to get into what they need to be into. They need to help them find their purpose. Because most haters are not doing what they want to be doing, what they desire. That's why they're so unhappy. Okay? Damn. So if you're doing what you love every day and the person that you're laying next to is doing something they hate, you're going to have turmoil in the household. A.K.A. Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, but look at Whitney. She got a new album. And, hey. Yep, yep. And she's looking good. And, and, and she's on Oprah. Bobby she's Brown. Still what you doing, Bobby Brown? What you doing? Put Where is Bobby? Holla if you hear us. <laughs> exactly. My it's point. Exactly to what? <laughs> He's supposed to be on Celebrity Fit Club. Um, Why? He needs to lose trying all to come the, back from that crack. He's trying to lose the but cocaine Whitney did weight. say, Whitney said, crack is whack. Do you remember? Yes. On Twitter, she was like, crack is whack. Crack is whack. Crack is cheap. She don't touch crack. But, yeah. <laughs> like, when you're, okay, so haters in the workplace. How do you deal with that? I want to know. I say bring your haters treats. If you're working with them, bring them treats. You know, you know. Yeah, tell them the kindness. You know Susie, you know, likes chocolate. You bring Susie some chocolate. Okay? You know whoever, sitting wherever, bring them so a So the next time coffee, Becky something. is trying to hate on me Be- in the why office. Becky? <laughs> Becky. I shouldn't push her into a wall. No, Q. You're going to get arrested. And I shouldn't her in the stomach. No. Even if she is three months pregnant. No. Okay. Send her some food, you know. I, I, I believe that all actions should be of you love. Hater. I, I, I can write a book about hating. Hate. Like I can see it. I want to hear your hate. story, Q, because like I'm looking in your eyes. Every time I'm you say hate. black man. Oh no! <laughs> we gotta work that out. Right. Sure do, baby. Let me let me tell you let me tell you guys a story, and then maybe you can give me some psychological advice. So I was a theater student, and uh, I'm not gonna say from what university, but if you Google it, you should find it because I'm all over Google. And my uh, I had took a voice and diction class, and a theater teacher was like, Quentin, there's something going on with your voice. I was like, what do you mean? You know, I'm doing all the exercises. You know, everyone says, you know, they like the way I talk. So I didn't understand. So we had this assignment where we would read children's books. I was reading the book the best of my ability. She's like, Quentin, I need you to stay after class. I was like, okay. She's like, Quentin, I just want you to know that I think you're doing good work, but your voice, you need to learn the black dialect. Was she white? Yes, she was. And old. I knew it. And I was I like, it, but I knew it, I knew it. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Super hater. Black dialect, what is that? And she was like, well, I'm going to work with you. And I'm like, okay. 
We did 45 minutes of exercises, and by the end of that, she had me talking like uh, the Zatarans man. Zatarans! I'm joke. I'm not joking. Yes, Amasa. Uh, yes, exactly. I love acting class. And she was like, Quentin, you need to work on this because this is going to be 80% of your work as an actor, which is why I'm in grad school getting journalism. So she was trying to teach you how to talk black? Yes. But look, the hater brought you where? Repeat, where are you now? The hater brought degree, you there. And my school's the like hater number three. You she, she got me at the art That's what I'm telling you. Haters take you to the next level, my friend. Right. I don't need to sound black. I don't want to sound black. But it does come out. Like, how can you tell a black person that they don't sound black? My skin should be, you know, over vocalizing over everything I say, you know? It's called code switching. Coats? Code switching. Most oh. black people do it. I mean, when we're at home with our family and friends, we talk one way. And then when we get into the workplace or another environment, but we you talk know, way. Yeah, that's true. But you know what else I know is about haters? They code switch all the time. They sure do. When they're with you. Hey, Carly, how's it going? Oh, my God, I love you. Pull Neha to the side. I cannot stand that girl. Who she thinks she is with her, her long hair? I bet it's not even hers. I can't right. stand her and her jewelry. She made me sick. I'm going to kick her in the By face. By the way, her jewelry is very pretty. Did you notice? Yes, it's extravagant. Tell us about this it. This ring, awesome. Does this have meaning? This butterfly ring. Are you married? Beautiful. No, wrong hand. I can't hear you because you're not on the mic, so. I'm, I'm wrong hand. Oh. This oh, it's mean. on the, oh. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Just that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley just said that that's her theme song. Why I is that your theme song? Facebook me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. Oh. What do you okay? So what do you do if your best friend starts hating on you? Because I went through that. You find a new best friend. You can't have a best friend hating on you. The best friend's supposed to encourage you. Damn, damn. Hold you down. You can try to talk it out and see where it leads to, but once that little seed is there, it's probably never gonna go away. I was gonna say this brings me to another point. That's why it's important for you to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Exactly. If you try to do big things, you cannot be hanging around Chip and Charlie, who all who just want to play Nintendo 64. You can't. You can't. It's not gonna work. I learned out. that the hard way. Oh my God, Quentin! All right. So, best friend hating on you, chuck the best friend out. What about family hating on you? Because you can't chuck that out. That's I hard. cannot return your phone call. That's that's the best I can do. Mm, that's a hard one. If you're in a family situation where they're supportive and positive, then most people don't have that problem. But hmm. let me give you the context of that. So you gonna have to okay. pray on that. So one. that's what you say to the Lord. <laughs> All right. Let me let me, let me clarify because we were talking about this, of course, a week ago when we decided to do haters as a topic. But you have a uh, you're doing big things in your life, but your family doesn't understand you. So out of that, they're hating on you. Do you get what I'm saying? Is this your situation? Kind of, but I'm not really... I could care less if they hate on me. Well, one thing I always try to say for my own life is I I try not to focus on making other people understand what I do. I just try to focus on doing what I do. And as I do what I do, I grow and it brings... You know, people begin to understand and gain a little bit more clarity about who I am and what I'm about. Very thoughtful. I actually, um, all right, Pineta, our producer, has something to say about family hating on uh, family hating on you. So, Pineta, if you could stop playing the thumb game and answer. For your information, Natalie was teaching me sign language. But I just wanted to make a comment on the family haters. My mother, like, there are some people in our family that are not as uh, motivated as we are. And 
can't help it and uh she just wow. makes a point of you know i will only go so far with you like maybe you don't get to come in my house maybe you know i don't expect to hang out with you don't expect to hang out with me kind of thing but then there are other family members that are more than welcome to come and stay as long as they want so you kind of like make your own boundaries as you know almost haterish as that may seem in itself it's more about taking care of self and you know keeping going and not letting people come into your home and take you down Damn, Kenyatta. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Wait, wait, this is my show. Quentin, 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 Quentin. Why don't I have a talk show, Kenyatta? Oh, I am on a talk show. All right, so I get sidetracked with my ambition sometimes. It's okay. I'm sidetracking you right now. I want to know if either Madrid or Sadie have siblings. You do? All right, Madrid has a sibling. Two siblings. I want to know what do you do if your sibling hates on you and has it, has it ever happened? Madrid is fine. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. that in. He has my hair. I want his hair. It's not fair. Let's turn your mic on, sir. Yeah, we're talking about siblings. They're always hating, but it's no, always no, part of life. Like, we're talking about haters. You're like, haters cross family lines. They cross, I mean, all lines that you can even imagine. You know, it doesn't uh, take, Yeah. it doesn't take just nothing to separate a hater from doing what they do best. Hating, you know? Oh, the family members. But parents, where did that term come from? Haters? Yeah. What did it used to be before hater? Well, I think Jealousy, uh, after. monster. Really know this is a good Green question. <laughs> Why are people haters? No, where did the, the term who, where did the term hater come from? Who created it? I mean, it's new. It hasn't been around that long. I don't know. I'm just curious. All right, you know what I think? I think it's like, did you ever um, read Pandora's Box of Troubles? No. All right, so <laughs> it's an old story where Pandora's a little girl and the world's. Ha- absolutely happy and there's no money there's no jealousy everything's everything's fruity and strawberries and unicorns and beautiful and then there's a box which she's told not to open but she did and she's warned that if you open that there'll be evil and there'll be bad things so never open it and Quentin's making a nasty but hear it out it's a really cute story and then curiosity gets the best of her and she opens it and that's where all the evil comes from so I think it's the same like it, it follows the same concept that People cannot enjoy being happy. They cannot just enjoy being in, um, you know, a wonderful place or a nice place in their own life. They just have to keep finding something negative about everything. And that's probably where it's come from because you want to hate. You want to be negative. It's like part of your life. It makes it makes you realize what the good things are. So just live your life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sick of these haters out listening to my show. Hey, okay, you guys didn't want to listen to my remix, haters. But yeah. So, is anyone who criticizes you or says something negative about you a hater? Because there are some people who generally if it's criticism to help you. If it's criticism to help you, that's good. There is constructive criticism, and that you know that does. That helps you to grow, you know. So, I mean, right. Because if you have no critics, I mean, you, you'll just never know what you need to change. Right. 
and I love getting constructive criticism. So if you have anything to say, let me know because I'll change it immediately. My blog used to be all black. Everybody's like, I can't look at this. It hurts my eyes. And other people said that and I changed it to white even though I'm having a hard time doing with that choice. But I, I still love you guys. I love it. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you, Quentin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ooh. I don't know. I'm just I'm just hating on you and I'm enjoying it. But you know I'm just doing that as a fake thing. It's fake. It's me being fake. Come on. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Alright, I have a question for Emma. Where's she or that's her audience member? Come on. I want I wanna know. Go Emma. She's a Hot little number. Ooh. All right. Have you have you ever hated on a teacher or a boss? Do it. Yes. Tell us the truth. You have on a teacher. Why? I didn't agree with her methods. <laughs> and do you still hate her? No, I don't go there anymore. So. So you stopped Been hating there, her. Then that. You know, moved on. <laughs> Alright, and if you saw her on the street, would you push her off in front of the bus? No, I'd probably ignore her. Alright, so you yeah. moved on. I moved on. But do you talk smack to her uh, about her to other people? Um, I did, but not anymore. <laughs> Are you on probation or something? <laughs> No. He's like, um, I didn't talk to my attorney about this interview, so I'm gonna play it safe. No, I didn't push her on the bus. I'm gonna, uh, are you a hater? Do people, I know people hate, hate, hate on you because you're gorgeous. Who hates on you? Call them out. She's on parole, y'all. She's on parole. She's playing it safe. Whose ass did you beat before you get to the you got to the studio? Nobody. Okay, not today. I promise, I'm okay. not on probation. <laughs> <laughs> Funny times. Nobody was gonna stop me, so I was gonna keep going. Um, next question. Hate affects people who are envied and people who are ridiculed. Who is off limits to hate? Like, who are you not allowed to hate on? Jesus Christ, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Beyonce, and the Hove. I would never hate on like a mentally challenged person or or babies. People hate on babies all the time, though. All right, you're awesome, by the way, because that was a very nice answer. Keep it going. I think I think everyone can be hated on, though. I mean, there's... I mean, just because, I don't know. Depends what they're doing. If they're doing thing that, things that are deserve hateration. What deserves hateration? I don't know. Like, I'm not thinking of anybody disabled, but right now I'm thinking of a particular situation that drives me nuts, and that is moms with strollers. They're not the only people walking on the planet. But I'm sorry, though. It's not about where they go. But just be mindful of the fact that they're driving or pushing a giant stroller in the middle of an itty-bitty sidewalk. Oh, my God. And that's not the only one in a crowded city of Chicago. I don't understand. You, okay, wait, 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 wait. Natalie also, it. It Natalie hates pregnant women. Why do you hate pregnant women, Natalie? 
Maybe when I have a baby, I'll get it. I don't they know. They ask for too much. Maybe, okay. That's I'm, what I think I'll it is. Be, yeah, I think I'm you got to have kids, right now. I'm which pregnant. I don't have any, but I guess you got to I hate on pregnant women. Like, they do. Just people with kids in general. You know, walking down the street in front of Macy's, and there's five children, and, like, one's across the street, and then you got, like, two in the stroller, and then, like, one hanging off the dad's back. One is like pulling on your shirt and you don't even know who they I are. I had one rip a dress. Hey, that's why. Yeah, wait to I'm see like, you ladies when you get knocked well, up. And I'm be like, this is, oh, oh, I'm, you're in my way. I'm getting, I'm getting the, uh, the fat ass out of the way. No, it's not about the fat. It's not about being the fat woman. It's about the kids, the kids that are. <laughs> the kids that are All alive right. and moving. For you two haters, I have a question. Not, Where with those pregnant women? Keep their belly like they've got a belly. They've no, no, I'm not little. about the belly. Clear. Let's clarify. Not the belly. It's the. I'm just talking about mothers with multiple children and giant strollers. They have diaper bags, a purse, a stroller, a husband, two, three kids running around, and then the, you know they got the kids on the leashes now. You know what I'm talking about? You? The kids on the leash. Did you just say they have a theme park? That's true. I was just at Great America. She had like a 20 foot leash on their on the on the kid. Retractable. Yes, retractable like a puppy. That is too much. Too much. Oh shit! I did not know it went that deep, girl. You <laughs> hater. You're a hater. My hater. Hater. My hater. Hater. Hi, hater. This is too much. This is too much. That's what. What else do you hate? All right. So Neha, Neha, what do you hate? Tell me what you hate. I don't hate anything. I'm being honest. I think hate's a very strong word, and I dislike right. a lot of You're things boring. that I don't hate. Kenyatta, what do you hate? Kenyatta, what do you hate? All right, what, do you, what uh, Madrid? What do you hate? What do you hate? What do you hate? It is a strong word. I know you. not progressive. Ooh, he gets some snaps. He, he, he oh, yeah. snaps. <laughs> he hates George Bush. <laughs> Anything that's not progressive, Leslie, you got something to say, Leslie? Is our beautiful black Barbie? Look at you. Look like the black Barbie. You're still getting jealous. <laughs> what three-year-old combed your hair? I'm joking. All right, keep going. Okay, um, there was something brought up about the kids and the strollers. I, I really, really don't like and appreciate parents who push kids that know good and well. They're like five years old. Yes, and you know they should be walking. I, they got a 12-year-old you know stroller. I will, and I vocalize it. I mumble it. And sometimes I watch myself because I have my <laughs> headphones on. I'll say it louder than it needs to be. But I'll say, you know that 9-year-old is too goddamn old to be pushed to some stroller. What the hell? I've seen, you know what else drives me crazy? It's if they're breastfeeding their child. And the child is like 16. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on now. That's ridiculous. Mom, I want a cell phone and a car. A 16-year-old. Now feed me. That's that's some incestry going on. Not breastfeeding. That's just disgusting. Like a seven, or like a nine-year-old. Maybe not a 16. That was an exaggeration, but I have seen it. That is disgusting. And it was in public. That's how I saw it. So there's hey, two mom, things wrong with that. Hey, mom, put your tip back. That's nasty. I'm vulgar. Okay, let's move on. Should we move on? I mean, you guys really hate it. We can keep, we can I mean, let it out. And that's what I think is important. If you really hate something, sometimes you need to vent and get that hateration out of your system. Yes. Get it out of your system. Release. Go ahead. Carly got something to say. Okay, I know this is going to sound so terrible, but I went to a restaurant a week ago and um, there were 
two very obese people there with their da- their daughter, who is also very obese. And she was like six years old. They let her eat from the adult menu, and they were feeding her everything. And that I was hating on. Sorry. What about it? Were you hating on? What didn't you like? They weren't sharing or something? No, that they're turning their daughter into an unhealthy, obese child. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there because as a fitness professional, I need for things like that to happen so I can make my money. <laughs> that's why I'm pro I felt so bad for her. Wait, I'm saying that's why I'm pro-taxing, like going way beyond crazy taxing the fast food. Do you, did you know, do you know that they're trying to tax fast food even more? I don't know who's in charge of passing that, but I dare you to do it, and I swear to God, I'll set some shit on fire. You better not touch. I don't want you to touch my McDonald's, my KFC, my Pop Bellies, my Jamba Juice. Don't touch any of it. My Domino's. Domino's. My Popeyes. My Chipotle. My Cadoba. Like, don't touch it. If I walk into the Didn't joint, you just say you're a fitness freak? It doesn't matter. That's a side project. My, I like to eat. Me too. You know I do. <laughs> I will eat over doing anything else. I swear to God. I swear. I am so serious right now. My favorite fast food place. My favorite fast food place. I don't know. I don't want to pick a. That's like picking your favorite child. Why would you do that? All right, Quentin. Looks like you're getting really mental right now. So I want to know: Is hate a mental bad habit? I would know. Ask one of the experts that we brought in. All right, experts. Is hate a mental bad habit? Ashley, Ashley. come on. I think it can be if you're practicing it every day. You have to be mindful of your thoughts. The thoughts that you're keeping. If you're constantly in a negative zone, you find yourself occupied with other people versus yourself. You probably are in a what? What did you ask? A mentally a mental bad habit. Statement. Yes, all I, of that. Sorry, I fumbled. But negativity in general is toxic. So if you're I'm negative, then to you because you're your toxic, is and toxic. you're going to expose damn, everyone damn, else to damn, that and damn. make them toxic too. All right, I had to make Dang. you laugh. I'm here to make you laugh. I'm trying to get a TV show, y'all. We'll get it. I'm you can do it, guys. When I wake up and I'm like, damn, I don't have a TV show yet. Can I, I be hate on myself. It? I just want to know, can I, I be on it? Myself. Y'all hear me asking right now, can I be on yes. it? Thank you. Of course you can. I have all of you, except for Crystal, because I hate her. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to take a break. And uh, Crystal's going to let me have it. Don't be rolling your eyes at me.
yeah, uh huh. Don't stop, yeah, uh huh. Nobody dances here. And I am trying to release an album, obviously, <laughs> with the help of my new favorite DJs in Chicago, Sadie Woods and Madrid. My favorite country or city. I don't know where it is, actually. But see, y'all haters, because people who support me don't try to correct me on stuff like that. Anyway, I just wanted to do a short wrap up with my two friends, Ashley, who is a motivational speaker. No. Ashley, tell us what you do. Um, I'm a consultant and I am an actor. And I, I basically use performing arts methods and acting techniques to create workshops that uh, push people towards purpose and self-discovery. So I work in classrooms, you know, with principals and teachers, and uh, I travel and I work with corporations, you know, helping their employees feel better about themselves if they come to work on time and things like that. So you consult them in terms of finding who they are? Yeah, so that they're ultimately better in, in, in what they do. And what if yes. you have to deal with someone who's a complete loser? situation is rough. Uh, I don't think anyone is a complete loser unless they see themselves that way. I guess my hardest part when I'm working with people is the, the image of themselves is what needs to change most. See, because I always say you can't be what you can't be. So if you see yourself like a loser, then you are a loser. Okay? You that see yourself like a hater, you're a hater, you know? So well, haters don't know that they're haters. They do. Some do. Some do. Some do. Alright. I'm a hater. All right, and I want to ask you another thing. So on a daily, like, whenever you have your classes yeah. and people come in, what is the main topic of discussion? What is that one thing that you tell them or remind them every single day? Um, that life is about experimenting. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't judge yourself because the way you find yourself is by doing. So be active. Don't judge other people. Experiment and re- to create the picture that you desire for your life and by that I mean physically create it you know create a, uh, a collage of what you want to do or a journal keeping record of what it is you're trying to accomplish I really believe in writing things down so those are the, the master keys I would say I love you for saying that you have to write writing things down. things down or cut them out I cut out pictures like there's a car I want I cut out the picture of the magazine I put it on the refrigerator if I'm working in my abdominal section which I am right now trying to get some abs I see it I, thank you I see it <laughs> boom 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 <laughs> I love you Ba-da-da-da. I never seen a 17 pack on a woman before. hey baby just wait and see oh. so yeah cut it out and, and make it a part of your life I put when I'm trying to save money I put notes to myself on my wallet oh or I put pictures of people that like who have hot bodies so that I don't spend money on bad food in my wallet. Things like that. Maybe I need to do that. It works, I'm telling you. I have you. a nice body, but my body is not as godlike as it could be because, you know, Chipotle, Cadoba, McDonald's. It works for everything though. Okay. Well, you know, creating wealth, getting body, getting businesses, getting talk shows. <clears throat> things like that. I'm so you. I gotta walk around with the image of Oprah in my wallet. Or if you wanna be Oprah or your own thing. I- Operate with an image of Quentin, the Quentin show in your mind and in your wallet. That's what I'm saying. All right, get on. I'll get on that. Natalie, you hear that? I need an image of the Quentin show for my wallet, please. Get a picture. <laughs> Draw it out. Gave it <laughs> All right, and then Curly is the mo- motivational speaker. Yes, I am. All right, so let me know what you do and how you got there. Um. Okay. After I 
recovered from my several attacks and got better, I decided that I wanted to use my experience to help other people, in particular young women, because my situation stemmed from a relationship. Um, I was attacked because of the, the guy that I was dating. So I talked to young women just about making smart relationship decisions, um, putting themselves first, and uh, just being positive. That's awesome. Thank you. So what kind of women come, like what what are the women and the girls, what are they dealing with that you you teach and that you talk to them about? What have they gone through? Um, I talk to um, girls ranging in ages from eight all the way to adult women, um, just about self-esteem, relationships, uh, overcoming adversity. I talk to a lot of burn survivors like myself, uh, survivors of violence. Uh, just to give them some inspiration and motivation and to let them know that it's possible to overcome situations like that. Thank you. That's amazing. So, on where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like, what is Ooh. the end goal with you? Because I know you're goal. doing a lot, but I don't know exactly where you want to go. Are you trying to compete with me and have your own talk show? I'd like to, but... I stab haters. Well, why can't why can't we work together? Okay, we can. I, I wouldn't steal your shine. You know? Okay, we I'm can both saying, shine together. I'm trying to blink for a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I you feel know you. what I'm saying. The dream is alive. Ten years. Um, I definitely want to become an awesome international speaker. Talk I can all see over that. the world and just maybe start a foundation to help. The Carly them. Butler Foundation. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see bright it. Bright lights. I can see the million dollar check on my right to it too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate that. That was um, a really nice goal, by the way. Very motivational, and thank you. I want to ask actually the same question actually, as a motivate as an inspirational person that you are. Like you're always inspiring. You're always being positive. Where do you see yourself? You said that you cut out pictures, you write notes. Where do you see yourself ten years from now? Ooh, 10 years from now, I see myself on television every day, on a major network, um, motivating and encouraging people and highlighting positive things that are happening in the world. So things that are uh, miraculously just happening, like somebody got saved by a frog or whatever, you know, just things that we don't talk about that are positive. So you're going to be, you're going to be like as pretty as Tyler. What Don't say talking? Tyra, please. I was just saying that. Well, I was you're like, you're going to be as pretty as Tyra, but with your own show, that's going to be much more intellectual. Absolutely. Focusing on, again, purpose. I detected a little hatred on Tyra, so I'm going to need Ooh. you to explicate. Uh-oh. Explicate. Well, the only thing, I love Tyra. I think she's beautiful. She's done so much, but... Her topics don't interest me. That's why I said that. I don't. Oh, so you aren't a part of Natural Hair Day? I compare. You know you. what, <laughs> Quentin? You know what? Hey, hey, you haters! That episode I was a trip. I'm We're not even gonna talk about that today. <laughs> We don't even have enough minutes left. All right, I'm gonna. I got good hair, but uh, never mind. No, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say <laughs> as pretty as Tyra, but with intellectual topics. Let me yeah. repeat. That's what I said. Thank you, love. Yes. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Uh, I thought Quentin was about to kill me right now because he just. Because you weren't talking into the mic. You're like trying to look at her. Like, oh, you have to talk into the mic. Stop hate, 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 hate. Stop hating Quentin on was hating me. On you. Tell Stop him. hating on me. All right. The same question to our current hot favorite DJ, Madrid. 10 years from now. Ooh. Come on, do it. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. Bind your time so you can. Walk to the mic. Come on. Come on. Walk you can't do 10 years. Even five will do. 
Five will do. Five plus five is ten. Uh, possibly living in Athens, Greece. Oh, how close is that to Madrid? On the other side of the Mediterranean. Oh, but, shit. But it's close, though. It's not too far. Because, like, if you lived in Madrid and you were Madrid, like, that'd be really cool. Well, I, um... Why is your I, name I like DJ Madrid. Madrid? Actually, it was it was a nickname given to me by some family members as a... It's kind of like a little running joke. And uh, I just kind of uh, decided to take it public, uh, which they didn't expect. But they were like, oh, well, it works. Yeah. They were trying to hate. Yeah. But I went... I, I've been to Madrid... I don't like it that much. I love Barcelona though. Barcelona. Yeah, me and Sadie, we were we were we were DJing for Oprah Winfrey in Barcelona this summer. Oh. And we did a fabulous party for her, and oh. uh, just just the whole vibe. Was Please just like, don't tell her I said anything bad about her. I didn't know you were her friend. I, you know, um, we were we were DJs for her. Oh my god. Uh, and her friends this summer in Europe. Is she nice good. in person? She's a sweetheart. She's okay. a sweetheart. She works her ass off. I don't know how she even. I mean, I just want to go on record for saying this. It's not that I dislike Oprah the person. It is Oprah's people that I have a problem with. They're mean. Her producers are so mean. Yeah. I don't know. She just hired me to DJ for her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good that was a good answer. save. That was a good save. I want my talk show Oprah. Anyway, so uh, we're going to take another short break. There's nobody dances here. Uh, we're chilling in the studio, and Kenyatta's yelling at me. But uh, just to wrap things up, I just want to say if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at intoeducation, I N T U education. Why did you spell it that way? At gmail.com. Um, because the name of my company is Intuitive Education. Intuit? Oh! That so, is hot. You like it? So into, into education I-N-T-U. at Gmail. Yes. And the uh, website is being built now. It will be into education.com. I love it. Yeah. And Carly, so you how guys do we can get reach you? me at carlyspeaks at gmail.com. And I also am working on a website right now. So hit me up. All right. And for those of you who uh, have hearing problems, you can check out the blog and we'll have it listed with this podcast. All right. But we're going to rock out to Michael Jackson and Ben Benassi because Sadie Woods is just going crazy on these turntables. You got to be careful on those. I don't know how old those turntables are. Just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. Faction, push me and then just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. Faction, push me and then just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. Faction, push me and then just touch me till I can get my satisfaction. Faction, push me and then just touch me till I can
dances here and we're back and we have Sadie Woods and Madrid on the mic make sure you're talking to the mic or the ninja will chop everyone in the studio up I'm kissing the mic now I'm kissing it okay good (laughs) so I okay your mix amazing how do people get how do they book you for parties let's get that clear right now or what type of DJing do you do? Um, hmm. We do, um, we're very, we're quite varied, I would say, as far as styles are concerned. Um, and I guess because we really love what we do, we love music. And uh, as a rule, I generally like to play only music that I like. So that, using that as a guide, and because I like, I like hip hop, I like funk. I like soul. I like Latin. I like Brazilian. I like world music. I love French music. I love all these different things. I love electro, house, uh, punk rock, you name it. So with that, I can pretty much go anywhere. And that's kind of what, what me and Sadie do. You know? And Sadie, you haven't yes. said anything the entire show. I know. And you're so I'm beautiful. Talking now. Oh, thank you. How do you, you stay so beautiful? What's your secret? <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell my secrets. Oh. She was born that way. She's just <laughs> hot. She's naturally hot. But I, I would like to second what Madrid is, what Madrid said, and I, a quote I would say is variety is the spice of life, and you keep it fresh if you have like a wide range of music. Right. You know. So that's cool. All right. So both of you clearly have a very, very hot and original sense of style. Gorgeous, and I'm not just saying that. Like you guys are gorgeous. And hot as hell. Thank you. And Thank you. your music is amazing. I want to know how you two hot, talented people met. Um, how did we meet? Oh yeah, yeah. I met her years ago at Columbia College. She was doing a performance, and um, uh, I introduced myself, and we just been friends ever since. Yeah. And you know, traveled around the world together. Yeah, and we started doing music together and that. Yeah. So did the conversation go something like this? Hey, Sadie, my name is Madrid. And then Sadie was like, Hey, you know what I said? I said, I said, I said, Hey, do you have a passport? <laughs> She's like, No. I said, Get it. You're gonna need it. And so, were you already DJing before you two? Well, obviously, um, but not the very first time. But um, 
when we started to like actually hang out a lot more, yeah, I had started DJing. Now, there are a lot of artists who are trying to do the whole travel thing. How did you get into that? Is this just something that you can do, or were you um, good about finding opportunities to do that? Yeah, I think um, I worked for Richard Branson as in the capacity of DJ for Virgin Megastore Chicago here for six years, and I did Virgin Radio out of the store. Um, and that opportunity afforded me the should say the luxury of meeting a lot of uh, different artists. I mean, I've interviewed people from like Beanie Man. I've, I interviewed Eric Benet right after him and Holly Berry got a divorce. And he had, no, no, and actually, he really, he talked to me about it. He opened up and um, he was just like, you know, stuff happens. And I was like, yeah. Now, were you interviewing them for personal reasons or interviewing No, for Virgin for Radio. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And uh, it was just, uh, I met a lot of different DJs from around the world. And I was like, you know, this is something that I can get into. And, um, I had a booking agent friend who uh, had a mix of mine. She sent it abroad, and uh, it was a varied mix of styles. And right away, I was booked, and she couldn't believe it. She was like, "Wow, they want to fly you out to uh, to South America." And I was like, "Really?" And um, I'm so jealous. That was you. the first. That was the first <laughs> taste I got. And uh, you know, from there on, you know, it's like uh, you know, me and Sadie went to Paris together, did some shows there. She went. She moved. France for a while, studied a cura- museum curating, and uh, the experience that she had there, like we did a lot of shows there, hooked up with a lot of famous people, um, and from there we've gone to like you know the UK, Spain, Italy, Greece, Turkey, Japan, Korea, and um, we got an upcoming trip. We're going to DJ in on Cairo, Egypt, and uh, yeah, so we're just trying to that do it like that. That sounds fun. I love Buenos Aires also. I went there last year. Oh, I've heard they have some crazy music scenes going on. In South America? Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's um, it's it's almost like, like honestly, like there's a reason they call uh, Buenos Aires like the Paris of the Americas. I swear to God, it looks so like a mishmash of like Barcelona, Paris, and even parts of Italy, I would say, yeah? Oh, all right. So I know this is going to sound odd, but... Um, I'm from India, obviously, and that's really, yeah, and um, <laughs> our music is very um, European influenced. Yes. It is extremely, like, we have tracks that are played there much before the tracks that are played here um, in the clubs, and it's amazing. Like, when I got here, I was like, wait, these songs are still playing? Yeah. And, like, you wouldn't believe that India, but it is. It's amazingly European influenced. So yeah, totally. It is, and I love the fact that you guys are playing global because it's you keep getting different atmospheres. You keep totally, you keep totally. seeing what's new everywhere, and it's amazing, isn't it? You have you have to keep it fresh. You yeah, know, have to. All right, so you said that you have to keep it fresh, and um, Sadie said that variety is the spice of life. I want to know how is it that you guys are, and you also said you're very different. So how are you different in your music styles and DJing, and then how do you complement each other? Well, I guess... Sadie, Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, Mike. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I would say um, for myself, well, I've been told at least that I'm kind of 80s influenced. Uh, <laughs> I love, like, dance music in general. And um, electro, I love electro. And um, I just, just, just got into electro. Really? Like, I refused to listen to it, and it snuck up on me on Pandora. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. It was electro. I was like, okay, I guess I'm not strictly hip-hop. Um, and Madrid is known for very smooth, you know, he's very smooth in his transitions of music. So 
um, I guess our balance is kind of like a yin and yang, and we kind of bring different elements. Yeah, I, I love like like when, when we're doing shows like abroad or something like that, or even here, and we're spinning together. She uh, like I'll usually open up depending on the audience because like I can just kind of like slowly get people in a mood and then Sadie just goes straight for the jugular like she just I mean you know so you know so we, we've realized the balance that we have in that so like you know sometimes I'll be like alright I'm gonna open up because I'm, you know I don't want you breaking heads right away oh my gosh so I would dance start to finish I've shut down many a nightclub I love to dance to good music I've been trying to dance the entire time here but you can't dance and talk to people at the same time. It's rude. You're a curator. How did you get into that? Um, I actually used to work at Marwin. It's a nonprofit organization that offers uh, free art classes to junior high and high school students. Oh. And um, I worked there. I actually was. A, a, I am an alum of the program. So after I graduated um, from high school, I ended up doing teaching assistant work there. And then I eventually came on staff, and then I eventually ran the alumni gallery. And so getting into that work, um, I decided to apply to this uh, curatorial program in Grenoble. It's uh, at Megazen. It's the National Arts Center there. And I got accepted. And so she I- was the only American. They only take 10 students from around the world. I have to like just blow it up for her because she just does not blow herself up at all she's like like yeah i just went to the school this is some place you know like, oh. yeah it was in another yeah you know big things because only american and they just they hated on that how about that she was the only american the only american you're of color yeah what's your background um black and puerto rican Ooh, so. it's extra sexy <laughs> i was wondering why the room got so sexy <laughs> yeah you said you had haters Explain to me how you dealt with that, because clearly we've been talking about haters, so I want to know what you did about that. Well, I think it's sometimes it's challenging, but at the same time, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, then, you know, I think having haters is a sign that you are on your path. Yeah. So yeah, If you don't have any haters, that means you're not doing something right, and you need to go and check it. Okay. You know? So, but she was the over there. Are a good thing. The I mean, those. Not, I mean, it's like you know, they're they're a necessary part of life. You know, you know it's a, a quote one of my teachers told me: "Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Ooh. So if you just Ooh. you know keep that in mind, it's like cool. You know, that's your opinion. Whatever. Okay. You know. All right. Bad night. Okay. Because <laughs> I know we're the only two people in the studio. Me and Neha are the only two people in the studio with the headphones on, and I'm just like, oh, this is so good. But. <laughs> So I like do stuff and then people in the audience are like, why is he bobbing his head so rhythmically? Um, but you, what would you say? Cause we do have uh, people who want to get into curating. Okay. How, I want to know, how do you, what, what is your advice to a person that wants to do that one? And then two, applying that to being an internationally known DJ group. How do you do that too? Well, to me, actually a conclusion that I got, I came to when I was living in France is that curating is not just applicable to visual arts, but it's also to music, to theater, to dance. And that actually people are doing that um, there. And I just would say curating is almost like being a tastemaker. Okay. In a sense. All right. If that makes sense. Oh, cool. no, that is. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the perfect way. Like, you know, like you have visual tastemakers, you have have audio tastemakers you have um just people who are just 
just lifestyle tastemakers. So I guess like in a way, a DJ is a curator, a curator of sound. Yes, exactly. You're you're making a composition based off of other people's work. Wow, I didn't even think about that. DJing is like one of the first, I would say, um, especially after the the most uh, modern incarnation of the art like after during the 80s with the hip-hop artists like right. uh, the hip-hop dj just totally changed just music and uh basically it was these on the spot curations of just of music you wow. know and the best of them developed the art that we know today is you know dj so it's uh it's definitely uh, all about curating you know li- life cool. is curating you know very cool and i just want to say that Madrid and Sadie Woods together make up White Label. So why is the name White Label? You want to say it's based off of DJ culture. Okay. Um, white labels. You want to explain? Yeah. Um. Back in the day when everyone used to just carry around all these heavy records, you know. Um. When you got a record that was uh, maybe, like maybe a test pressing or something that was not released yet publicly, let's say I'm a producer. And I just made up um, 50 test runs of a record that's going to come out. So those 50 original pressings would have a white label. And I would have to write the name on it. And um, a DJ who usually was in possession of a lot of white labels, meaning there's a lot of stuff that's not released. So you can like just wow your crowd. Back in the day when DJs used to actually play music for people to dance, you know what I mean? I, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You know, when 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 you came to the party... And your job was maybe like, okay, what do I have that every other DJ here doesn't have that's going to rock the crowd? That's what a white label is about. And that is why the name of my blog is Nobody Dances Here. Because I've been to many of clubs, <laughs> many of parties, and people are just playing music. I'm just like, what convinced you to put that on? Yeah, It yeah. doesn't set the mood. People are just staring at each other. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, and I complained about it so much in class that when I had my... Uh, electronic writing class they were like quentin just name your blog nobody dances here that's all you talk about you know it's uh just like when she brought up like you know the the european influence in india and just just basically the whole cosmopolitan non-american world like people actually dance you know the djs are they play music and people are feeling the music uh for some strange reason here in the united states there is this um you know people feel like they have to they don't go outside of their comfort zone. And you see this in politics, you see this in like political views, you see this in just almost every aspect of American life. And it's really not serving this country well in a, on a lot of levels because this country has introduced so much to the world that this country is not even appreciating the things that it introduced. But the rest of the world is attempting to follow these amazing things, you know, and you see it mostly in music. Like you go to you go to Paris, you go to you know London, you know, you're in like even like South America, like Buenos Aires, you go to any place, you know, in even Tokyo, like people are dancing, man. I mean, and they're not just like faking it; they're dancing. We're just—it's sweating, crazy, yeah. hard ass dancing. I totally, totally—I'm an outsider, and I totally get what you're saying. I was shocked when I came here because DJs aren't playing to make people dance. This is how we judge clubs back home. All right, food nobody cares for. Is the alcohol good? Um, or the interiors, the Amiens got it. Is the DJ making you dance? If the DJ does not make you dance in two seconds of entering the place, we leave. Yes. And I'm not kidding. That's how crazy we are about dancing. And 
on that note, because we totally agree on that, I want to know, are there any places in Chicago that you do recommend for people here, for our audiences, for us, that we can go and just listen to some good music and dance our asses off? You can come see us. Where? <laughs> Where? 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 Um, I feel like God made this happen so that I would... <laughs> be happy for once in Chicago. I don't think you understand how many times I've gone out, I've drugged Neha, drugged, dragged Neha out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's go to dance club, let's go to dance club. Like, no, we don't, because the DJ's gonna suck and nobody's gonna dance, and then I'm the only person on the dance floor. We're gonna send you guys a list of, of our appearances. Um, Please uh, add us on Facebook. We will. No, can you guys say that? Yes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, let me, because uh, we were already over the show and Kenyatta is about to stab me with a dagger. Uh, you check out their MySpace page at myspace.com slash white label Chicago. And then they have a blog, which we'll add to our blog. Well, you guys were blogging. You know yeah. Uh, white label Chicago.blogspot.com. Uh, thank you for making my show. Thanks for great. having us. Thank you guys for having us. I appreciate it. Yes. And to all the haters, keep hating because Hateration. it gives me what I need to keep doing this. Neha, you have any last words? I know you're pissed off at me. <laughs> no, I'm not pissed off at you. I'm not a hater. I really love you, even though you annoy me sometimes. She just wrote and- a note that says you're a bitch on it, and it was directed <laughs> towards me. So I get the last word. Neha, you need to work on yourself. This is nobody dances here. <laughs>